Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. Where to start? Let's do this voicemail from Susan, the truck driver. Here you go. If I won the lottery, I would come up there and I would make sure that I gave a million dollars to each and one of your crew members because that's me. Yes, large box, I would come in there and give each one of you guys a million dollars. Anyways, you guys have a good morning. And thank you for being who you guys are. You help me every day that I travel back and forth. Nice. We talk about the lottery a little bit later in the show. Uh, obviously, we didn't win. Lunchbox didn't win. He's here today. Do you hit any? I mean, I got a couple numbers. Nothing nothing to change my life, but I hope this lady did. You better save her because that's legally binding. She no, it has is. To it's come. not legally binding. <laughs> but do you understand like what she did? That's, yeah, she called not... She called and said she'd give me a million dollars. Yeah, that's the, like a good thing. Like You need to learn from that. Like, he doesn't understand that, wow, that's cool. This lady really doesn't know us, but she's going to give us a million dollars. Like, that is really nice. You would never do that to her. No, because I don't know her. Exactly. I've never, I've never heard her voice until then. Yeah, I've Eddie, never been I a part of her life. That's like walking up to a stranger, Eddie. Why don't you go up and give him half your paycheck? You're punching a concrete wall, Eddie. <laughs> I, I understand. Yeah, and it is a little bit different. We don't know her, <laughs> but she does listen to the show every day. So she's saying, as a thank you for the show, I'm going to come share with y'all. Oh, okay. We'll take it. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Ashley in Missouri. Morning, studio. I would like to give a birthday shout-out to my sister, Jessica. She has been a longtime listener of the show. She really wanted a cameo from Bobby for her birthday, but since you don't do them, can you at least give her a birthday shout-out today? Thank you, and have a good day. You got it. Jessica, happy birthday. Hope it's amazing. Best birthday you ever had. Thank you very much for, for listening to the show. You can always call our voicemail line, 877-77-BOBBY. On the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson, she talks to the president of Burke Financial, Daniel Burke, maybe Daniel, Daniel, yeah, Daniel, about finding financial security um, as a self-employed individual, small business owner. He talks about savings, investment, how to survive COVID times financially. So be sure to check that out. Velvet's Edge with Kelly Henderson. Get a little smarter there. There is a smart caller that translates dogs' barks. A collar, like that the, they wear on their neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought. And like, depending on the type of bark, will tell you what the need is. Like, there is a South Korean startup company called Petpules. They claim they've created a smart collar that uses AI voice recognition technology that they can identify five emotions inside of dogs. D- don't you kind of understand what your dog wants when it barks? Without the collar, like sometimes I- my dog will come to the side of the bed, like Stanley, and just go. Ruh. <laughs> look at me and I'm like you want to go to the bathroom because if I say that and he has to go he'll run right to the door okay and he won't go I'll be like are you, are you hungry he'll turn his head it's not what he I, sometimes I just can't so he wants on the bed he right to annoy me he doesn't get he doesn't get to get on the bed but maybe that's what he wants her today mm, maybe but my answer is no not always okay it's the same bark because when he sees anything outside he goes crazy especially in the middle of the night it freaks me out a little bit but they say their caller uses a quote proprietary algorithm with a database of more than 10,000 bark samples from 50 breeds of dogs from four different sizes in order to interpret your pup's emotions with 80% accuracy. It's only $99. Oh. I would think for this it would be like 10000 if it was yeah. real. Yeah. Otherwise, it it's, like real. A, it's like a mood ring, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> those are cool. <laughs> and they're old, those are old school. Yeah. What about a putt-pules, putt-pules, I think that's how you say it, collar? 
I mean, I would I would be interested because sometimes I have no idea what's going on with my dog. Like, why are you barking? Is but it, I don't trust it would know. It, they well, can it's 80%. Have all, but they can have all this in the database, but they can't confirm right. that even one of them is right because you can't actually talk to a dog. Correct. Like, you can have 10,000 in there and be like, we're going to reference our, our library of 10,000 barks. Well, prove to me that one of your barks is absolutely right. And that's why it's $100. Probably. Yeah. I find nothing in there. Again, <laughs> there's a mood ring that turns like the magic eight ball. It just <laughs> right. turns in there. Gamblers, shopaholics, and compulsive eaters could have their brains retuned by zapping them with electricity. Whoa, easy. They used to do this hardcore back in the day, Dave. Yes, electroshock therapy. Like 50s and 60s, probably after that, too. The non-invasive technique involves placing electrodes on a patient's scalp. The electrodes deliver currents at specific frequencies to retune brainwaves. During tests, the technique reduced... OCD behaviors by up to th- for up to three months. Wow. But I guess they're not shocking the pee out of people. It's like... No, I think it's different. Specified than- frequencies mm. into the brain. You know, in 20, 30 years, we're going to know exactly how to do all this stuff. We're going to look back and go, why don't we do that? I was looking at a, a picture and I was reading a story about a girl who had polio. She was three years old. This is like in the 60s, 50s maybe. And she had this machine on her body and they were using therapy ducts so she could watch the ducks as she had this polio machine on. And I'm thinking, here we are, like people that we know were alive then, but they dealt with this and now we, we figured it out. Yeah. Like, and, but that was everyday life. Many people got polio. Not everybody, but people got it and they got really sick or died. And we look at it and go, dang, that's so old school. Can't believe people. But what are they going to look at in 50 years on us and go, can't believe they can't believe people couldn't, yeah. they couldn't figure that out. Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe coronavirus. This, is, this is one of the things. Yeah, hopefully we have that figured out. Mm-hmm. Mike D saw the movie Our Friend, which Jake Owen was on yesterday talking about, and was is in it, right? Yeah. Is it good? It's pretty good. It's really sad. Really? Like it's the most I've felt emotional watching a movie to the point to where I could have cried. Without knowing Jake Owen, would you still say the movie was good? Yeah. For sure. I think the only thing I found I didn't like about it is I wanted him to be in it more. Okay. Oh. Yeah. You think he did pretty good when he was on? Yeah, I thought he was great. Could you, like, see that he was acting, or did you did you forget that it was Jake Owen while watching it? I did, by the second scene that he was in, I was like, okay, I'm just seeing him as an actor now. That's cool. That would be tough to forget if you know them personally, right. you know? But yeah, so you, what do you give the movie? I give it, in honor of Jake, four out of five dudes. Nice. <laughs> All right, dude. Four out of five dudes. That's funny. Okay. And how do we watch it? How do you see it early? Uh, they sent us a screener link. Mm. Oh, well, that's on. how. Okay, fancy pants. I have okay, cool it. guy. All okay. right. Uh, Amy's now listening to Greenlight, Matthew McConaughey's book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm Careful. not reading it at all, but I'm listening to it. And it's, I'm getting into it, but it's a dramatic reading. He's <laughs> very theatrical. I feel like... The way to describe it, if you're going to get it on Audible, it's almost like Matthew McConaughey's at an open mic night, and he's just really <laughs> giving you his dramatic reading of his own book. He has been accused of making up a lot of these stories. Really? And Well, um, extremely exaggerating. Stuff. Okay. Uh, just exaggerating things. I see that. I, but I haven't read it, right? All I know is people say it's a great book. What do you think about it? Okay, so yeah, some stuff just seems, it's a memoir, but I think, I can't remember, I looked it up because I thought, gosh, all of these stories just seem to be a little crazy. And of course he's telling it, like I said, in a very dramatic way. So I was like, maybe that's why. 
Um, but he, oh, I forget how I, how would it, how they defined it when I looked it up, but something, a memoir, but something approach, like, <laughs> which, which in my memoir mind. Memoir with a creative approach. Now, right. That's the kind something of like when I read about it, that's kind of what it was saying. Like took some liberties, but it's a memoir. And it's like based on a true story. Yeah. But you make it a little more interesting so people can like it. Yeah. Cause I mean, he gives certain details, even about his father and his brother, where I'm like, what did you go interview your brother about it and get every single detail because you were not there and you're acting like you were there. I don't know. You sound upset, Amy. No, I, <laughs> Are you mad at Matthew McConaughey? No, I'm not. Yeah. I just was, I'm just, I, he's a very amazing storyteller and he's very into his his book and he loves bumper stickers. <laughs> I was going to tell you guys about this watch that I saw that Conor McGregor bought. Oh. Which Conor McGregor is the UFC guy. You familiar with Conor McGregor? Has the tattoos on his chest? No. Irish oh. guy? Oh, um, okay. Yeah, no. Now I know. Yeah, no, are you? Biggest, right? No, I mean, really, the Irish part helped. Okay, so he bought this watch for three million dollars. It's called a Rasputin from Jacob and Co- Jacob and Company. It's completely diamond encrusted, and it contains something dirty hidden on the inside. Anyone, anybody seen this? No. Watch. What do we mean, dirty? With a touch of a button, a shimmering door on the three million dollar watch opens, where you see the image of a naked woman lying on her stomach. <laughs> That's awesome. What? <laughs> and then a naked dude behind her. Huh? And then every second, huh? he, he, what? It just gets, it uh-huh. progresses? Yep. Wow. What? This is weird. $3 million for that. What on earth? That's when you have too much money. You're just trying to find something to entertain you for a second. Yeah, and even if, like, a jeweler said, hey, man, look at this, I'd be like, cool, thank you. Yeah, I'm not buying that. <laughs> well, maybe he requested it. Yeah. No, it was definitely custom made. Mm. Wow. That's a $3 awesome. million ain't oh, right. Let's be real. There it is, Eddie. Look at that. Cool. Thank you. I wow. Mean, look at that watch. <laughs> it's a lot of diamonds, too. That. Oh, here. Let's watch it. Oh, <laughs> no. <time. laughs> He's no, no. watching it. <laughs> um, I can't oh, really, my gosh. I can't really say what they're doing. <laughs> oh, my. Do so you dumb. see it? Yeah, this is so dope. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's it. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That is dirty. <laughs> That's it. Uh, thank you, guys. Enjoy today's show. Uh, Ronnie Dunn's on. Pretty funny. Always like that guy. See you guys tomorrow. Bye, guys. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting Coming up later on today, Ronnie Dunn, lead singer from Brooks and Dunn. He'll be on. Let me tell you what happened to me. So when we leave for a few days, by the way, morning studio. Morning. morning. When we leave for a few days and I go off and shoot my TV show that's coming out later, a few months from now, someone stays at my house with the dogs. And so I get a text and they go, hey, I think we have a problem at the house. I was like, what? What? I never get these kind of texts. I was like, okay, what happened? So I think there's a leak. And I'm like, okay, houses have leaks. So I say, okay, well, uh, here's the plumber's number that we use. Call him up. Plumber comes out. Get another text with another picture going uh this is worse than we thought and it was in the guest bathroom where kaylin uses that bathroom i use the one in our bedroom and so they go under the house i take a picture and there's water going down that like the wall inside the house apparently our entire bathroom has had a leak in the shower and has flooded not only the wood in the guest bathroom it has gone over into the bedroom the guest bedroom all down the inside under the house so we have to rip oh. out almost the whole bathroom. Oh my! And replace part of the bedroom floor because of mold. Because of mold, and they've had these heaters or these fans just going, <laughs> trying to blow them dry. 
And so now here we are with a home improvement project. Wow, that's a lot. By the way, no project for me. I ain't doing it. <laughs> Somebody right. else is going to do it. Yeah, I'll do it, and I'll try to do it, and it'll cost me double having to get that fixed. Mm-hmm. But we have to rip out the entire shower. It is just such a pain in the butt. Yeah, and, but thankful that you found it now. Oh, no, no. We should have found it three months ago. Yeah, but, I'm not very thankful for finding it now. Yeah. Or I should have found it before you bought the house. That would have been nice. There have been a few things with this house that I look back at and go, well, how did someone not find this? The house is great. Overall, love it. But but, but now it probably have should to, have popped up in an, an inspection. I just have to replace a whole guest bathroom now. Just a whole bathroom, period. Yeah, it's not good. And it's always the things that come when you're not expecting it. Like, if you have to get car tires, you're like, uh, mm-hmm. this is a crazy expense that I know I have to get, but when it's unexpected, it stinks. Or an appliance breaks. A refrigerator is the other crazy. one. Crazy. I hate that. Oh, my goodness. So I had to deal with that. And finally, not that upset about it, so I can come in and talk about it today. <laughs> had a few days. Yesterday, I was just like, "Are you out of your mind?" So, yeah, that's the that's the big drama at the house. And how long will that take me, probably, to get someone to come in, have it all the way done? Oh, it's know. gonna take a while, yeah. probably. What's a, I don't know that. I'm not setting any expectations. What do I know? I'm not a contractor. Uh, you have an estimate there, Amy? <laughs> for Bobby? Okay, what's it gonna cost? How long is well, it gonna take? I guess I don't. I guess they're gonna dry Are it out. Are you certified by the BBB? Someone. Ooh, do you have to knock any walls down? Need me to come help with that? Not knocking any walls down. <laughs> oh. Mm-mm. Okay. You think they can have it done in a month? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, you do? Yeah. Shower. Shower. New shower. Yeah. The put whole tile thing. on the wall. Back. Black. Backsplash. You know what I mean? Grout. And I'll put floors in, no problem. Uh, I'll put <laughs> I'll put floors in. Uh, that's that's the big drama there. We do have a pretty good show today. Glad you guys are here. I will announce who my best man is coming up later today, and then Ronnie Dunn from Brooks and Dunn, which I already mentioned, but I just felt like we'd mention it again. Let's get going here with Wednesday's Bobby Bone Show. <laughs> Ella in North Carolina is on the phone. Hey, Ella, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. What can I do for you? So I need some advice. I am a high school senior, and I graduate in May. And I am stuck between two colleges, and I don't know what to do. Okay, I'm glad you asked. Here we go. It's Bobby Bones, world-class advice giver! Why are you stuck? What is the factor that's keeping you from declaring where you're going to school? Um, so I have always wanted to go to a certain college since I knew what college was. My dad went to that college. But the area is not great, and the campus is not as nice. But then there's another college I've been accepted to that I'm in the Honors College, the campus is great, I love the area, I'm very familiar with it, and I just don't know what to do. I mean, what, what, I don't understand why you just wouldn't go to the second one. Is it because your dad went to the first one? I, yeah, my parents are definitely pushing me to go there, and I feel like that's just where I kind of have always wanted to go, and I feel like that's part of where my heart is, is going to that college. All right, I'm going to ask you a question and just answer it immediately, okay? Don't think about it, just answer it, okay? Okay. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Which college do you want to go to? NC State. Okay, well, there's your answer. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Which which one was that? Was that the first? I assume that was the second one. Was that the second one? It was the, it was the first one. Okay, well, there you go. Listen, go with your gut. So many times, our gut is part of our brain, meaning what we think is our gut you know, this like, oh, feeling where we go, this instinct is actually our brain, right? And it's the first layer of the brain that often makes the right decision. Once we start challenging the quote unquote gut, then we're all over the place. So, and then you just made your decision right here on the radio. You put your hat on, you're committed to NC State and go and have fun. Don't, don't worry about anything. Else. Don't, don't think twice about it unless something new comes into play. Okay. Thank you 
so much, guys. Amy, what do you want to say? Well, about that? I just want to ask, like, do you feel good about that, knowing that that's this is your school now? You just decided. Do you feel okay with that? I definitely do. I definitely feel, yeah, absolutely. I definitely feel that's where I'm supposed to be. World class advice giver, right here, ladies and gentlemen. You <laughs> witnessed it firsthand. I was reading a book about our gut and people that go with their gut mostly and then some people who are, are all over the place who decided for a year to go with their gut right it was just a whole uh, study and most of the time when people go with their gut I think it was like 75 80% that was the right decision because that actually is part of the brain it's not part of the belly it really is you're going with your gut is not going with your belly instead of your head it's going with your instinct and our instinct is most of the time pretty right on so I like it NC State, when you get there, send me a t-shirt. Okay, Ella? I will. Thank you so much. All right, there she is. Ella, Ella, Ella. A, A, A. Under my umbrella. Okay. Yes, that was the point. <laughs> Ella. Time for our segment that we call Never Gonna Get It. Because the question is so hard, you're never gonna get it. Everybody in the studio has a shot at this. The whole team just about. Amy, Lunchbox. Eddie, our video producer. Morgan, who runs digital, and Raymundo, who's in the glass room doing our audio. Okay, so everybody has a shot. I'm going to ask the question. On the phone again is Haley, who played and lost, and I promise she could come back and take a shot at it. Haley, how are you? Here she is. Haley, here you go. I'm great. Okay, now you had to have <laughs> heard that other performance back and thought, why in the world did I change my mind so many times? Yeah, I honestly think I want to go with no one this time, but I'd like to hear the questions first. <laughs> okay, wow. I'm going to give her that option. She can okay. pick no one from the beginning. But can she change okay. her answer now? Who knows, like, Eddie? Okay. Who knows? Up for grabs, a $50 marathon gift card. For the show members, you've all put in $2. It is up to $30. Let's go. Guys get it wow. Let's go. Okay. okay, the question is, American guys, men, yeah. report having... 20 more of these on average than they did three decades ago. What are they? Whoa, so, American American men <laughs> report having 20 more of these today than they did three decades ago, 30 years ago. So, what do men have now 20 more of than they did that's 220, in 1990? Okay. Everybody understands the question, right? Yes, 1990 yes. men have 30 more of these on average. I can't say that. Okay. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> say it. Haley, you know, we have five people in here guessing. I'm going to let you pick right now if someone gets it or no one gets it. Oh. So I don't have to say who? I just pick, like, someone gets it? Yep. I'm going to give you anybody can get it. It's hard. It's never going to get it. Oh. Or you uh-huh. can pick no one gets it. Okay. Well, odds are, like, there's only five guesses and there's, like, bajillion things in the world. So I'm going to go with no one gets it. Okay, wow. she has faith in none of you. She's taking the odds. Yeah, I like get it. it. She didn't take the odds when she played last time. She did not. Uh, up for grabs again, a $50 marathon gas gift card. Let's go over. What do men now have 30 more of than they did in 1990? Let's go over to Amy first. Who's- oh, this is so hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pounds. Okay, lunchbox? Shirts. Pounds? Shirts? Eddie? Ex-girlfriends. That's a lot. Well, well that number's increasing. I was going to say something else, but I didn't. Ex- I, I was too. That's where my mind was, but I'm going to say ex-girlfriends. Okay. Pounds. <laughs> yes. Shirts. Yep. Ex-girlfriends. Correct. Morgan, what'd you put? I'm going with shoes. Okay. 
How, what guy has 30 pairs of I shoes? I mean, well, were shoes, shoes popular? Like, this shoes popular for in the men 90s? are extremely wow. popular wow. now. Okay. Well, I just didn't guess. think that many guys had that many shoes ever Bobby. Thank you. And you're kind of a girl, so. Thank you. <laughs> Raymundo. I went with something on the body. Ingrown hairs. What, what? in the world? Well, that's the weirdest answer I've heard. What that might be the worst answer of all time. <laughs> okay. So we have everyone's answer. Now, Haley, I'm going to come to you one more time. Oh, Haley, go ahead, no one. <laughs> yeah. No one got this one. Of all these answers, Haley, if you like them, you can switch and be on everyone's team and take the, take that one of them get it. No, no. I like no one better. Like, wow. no. Okay. Can I ask you, what would she, does she have a guess? Would she guess no. something different? No. I just wonder if she thinks she's so smart picking nobody. <laughs> like, what would she pick? Well, she's not. It's not. Yeah, it's just odd. The odds okay. are only five. I, I, like, I get you. Versus. Yeah. She's just playing a game. Haley. Man. <laughs> Haley, someone got it. Oh! Whoa! Okay. Oh! I feel like it's Tell me. Her, let's yeah. go. Okay. okay. Let's go. Hey, hey, Haley. How Haley. you like them apples? I, Put okay. it on. Haley. Yeah, how you like them apples? This is the last chance I'm going to give you. I've given you like eight chances over the <laughs> last two games. Haley. <laughs> yeah. loves this. Haley, you can pick. One of the answers. Woo! Let's go okay. quickly around the room. Amy, what do you have? Pounds. Lunchbox. Shirts. Eddie. Ex-girlfriends. Morgan. Shoes. Ray. Ingrown hairs. <laughs> <laughs> Haley, is there anyone you'd like to eliminate? Ingrown hairs. Okay. Raymundo, ingrown grown hairs is incorrect. Okay. Okay, Haley, you need to pick now. Um, okay, my first thought was shoes, so I'll go with Morgan. Ooh. I'm scared. <laughs> like, okay, I got a question. Eddie, if you could switch, would you, who would you pick? I do like Morgan's answer. I like Amy's answer because America is fatter now. That's true. Like, America is a lot more overweight, and so pounds really, really? makes sense. Because shoes jumped in my head, but then I don't think guys have shoes. Shirts just because people have more wardrobe. But Amy, I like your pounds. I think I would jump on Amy's train. Uh, yeah, okay. Haley, you want to switch over to Amy? You're confusing me because I don't know it's a, like reverse psychology. Hey, welcome to our lives. Yeah, he's good. Daily. He does it every day. But but the way you said the question doesn't make sense with town. I'll read the question again as it's written here. American okay. guys, American guys report having 20 more of these on average than they did three decades ago. What are they? Are they like the same guys now older or like just guys of the same age? Haley, I didn't do the polling. We don't know. <laughs> That's why I understand why the pounds might be tricky. So yeah, just go with shoes. But I'm right, I'm going to feel bad. You might want to check out shirts oh, over here. Man. I don't know about shirts. You might want to check out shirts. Is it shirts? Amy, which one would you pick? You say with yourself, pounds? I, I do pounds or shoes. Okay. All right, uh, Haley, I need your answer, please. Shoes, please. Okay, I'll tell you this. Eddie, your ex-girlfriend answer? That's really awesome, huh? That's a good guess. Is wrong. That's a lot. Eddie, how many? Well, people lie all the time now. And I wasn't even thinking girlfriends. I was just thinking, Amy, your answer of pounds? We'll come back to that one. Oh no no no! See see Haley, this see, is what I'm talking about. This is what we're talking about. Morgan, Morgan, I'm not alive. Your answer of shoes is. We'll come back to that one. Ah. Oh, I'm out. Lunchbox shirts, you're out. Yeah, I knew it. I, 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 oh, so it is. It's pounds or shoes. It's oh, pounds no, or shoes. No, it's not pounds or shoes. It literally is one of those pounds. two. It's not pounds. Haley, I'm going to give you one final shot to make your pick. Would you like to go with shoes or pounds? You're 50-50. <laughs> Just 
yes, shoes. Yeah, she's sticking with shoes. You're sure it's shoes? Yeah, I feel like that's no. I'm so scared. Oh, she said no. No, are you changing? I'm not sure, but I, I mean, I last time I didn't go as my final answer, and then it was wrong. So I better just go with shoes. The answer is. Guys report having 20 more of these than they did three decades ago. The answer is pounds. Oh, oh my goodness. Why did you not listen to me, lady? Oh, my Why? goodness. Come on. Last time we had her on, she said she wanted to go with me because I was her twin. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I tried to tell you. Sorry, I didn't want to let you down. I knew it was oh. either pounds or shoes, but. This was, is crazy. Oh. I Haley. feel really bad. What can we do for her? Nothing. We gave her two shots. We'll call her back next week. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you can Venmo her $50 from That's gas. That's true. Haley, you had it. Oh, I, I know. Well, you you confused me because you asked me to switch, and I think, like, oh, you're trying to help me, and then last time you me by doing that. Yeah. <sighs> I'm always here to help. All right, Haley. We'll talk to you soon. Wow. I'm All shocked right. I was right. Keep her number down. We'll call her back next week. Okay, Ray? Okay. There we go. Amy, nice job. Do I get my music? Oh, and you get, yeah, and you get cash. Oh, we did? 30 bucks in cash. I do? Yeah. Oh! Play her music. (laughs) Great day, huh? All right, there you go. Thank you, guys. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Eric Church was announced as one of the performers to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl. He will be performing with artist Jasmine Sullivan before the big game on February 7th. Carrie Underwood's new gospel album, My Savior, will arrive just in time for Easter. She will be releasing the project on March 26th, and it serves as a companion to her My Gift Christmas album released last year. Tim McGraw and Tyler Hubbard will be performing their new song, Undivided, during the inauguration TV special tonight. Tyler shared how excited they both are for the opportunity. Tim and I both were extremely excited and humbled, and what a crazy cool opportunity as simple as just to get to play music again, which is exciting in itself, but then to get to spread and share this message of hope and love and unity to the world, what better platform to get to do that on? So we're both extremely excited. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A principal in Kentucky is stepping up for her students by sliding behind the wheel of a school bus. Her name is Janet Throgmorton. She is still the head of Fancy Farm Elementary School, but with a shortage of bus drivers, she's also doing double duty to get the kids to and from school. She's been the principal for 11 years, and two years ago, she got her commercial driver's license so she could sub as a bus driver during field trips or to save the district money. And so now she's like, I'm going to drive the bus to make sure kids can get there. By the way, she's worn many hats lately. Cafeteria staff, picking up students in her own car after they missed the bus, making house calls to help remote learners with technical difficulties. It's fantastic. And that's... That's why teachers, principals are amazing. This is an example of that. So we just want to say to Janet Throgmorton, we appreciate you. Fancy Farm Elementary School, that's an amazing story. And that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Australia. A 25-year-old woman was at a family barbecue in the backyard when her and her sister got in an argument who would win in a dance-off. And she said, oh, me and my boyfriend would beat you and your boyfriend. So the 25-year-old runs, and she tries to do the dirty dancing lift with her boyfriend. He drops her, and she lands on her neck, and she has to be rushed to the hospital. Luckily, she didn't break her neck, but she's in a neck brace for a month. But did they win? (laughs) Well, Was there ever a winner determined? No, no winner was crowned. She was the one to go first, and the ambulance had to be called. (laughs) 
I mean, the video, the 23 second video is hilarious. She, I mean, it looks like she dies. She, I mean, so she look runs at how she lands. Jump up on him, and, and he he goes too oh. far, and she flies over him. Oh, and she, she lands all the way over on. She her lands head. like that. I'm in pain for her right oh. now. That's hard to see. You know, that's probably not something I would attempt without ever having practiced it. Like that's quite the move, unless you've practiced it a couple times, right? Because if you're not familiar, the da- Dirty Dancing move is. She jumps into his arms. He's fully extended, holding her above his head, and he, like, turns with her. I'm sure that's happened a lot yeah. without people practicing, especially at weddings if there's alcohol or parties. <laughs> and alcohol was involved. Oh, yes. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Amy, I was reading a story about a carjacker in Oregon, and so goes, steals the car. There was a kid in the back seat, returns the kid to the mom, and then scolded the mom for leaving the kid in the car and threatened to call the cops on the mom who left the kid in the car without being in the car. Yeah, he's the car theft, but she's negligent all of a sudden. Let's separate the two. First of all, bad person for stealing the car. Yes, crime. Good person for bringing the baby back. Right. He's going to only be criminal to a certain extent. Like, he will steal a car, but he's not going to steal a kid. Nor is he going to actually take a kid and be like, just put it on the side of the road. Right. He's responsible. He's a responsible criminal. If I'm the judge, and this comes to me, and they're like, your honor, he carjacked a car. But when he did that, there was a boo-boo baby in the back. <laughs> and he brought it back to the mom and then told the mom why she was a bad mom. I'm only going to give him half of his sentence. Wow. Oh. He's still going to get sentenced. For sure. He needs the. He has to get punished for stealing cars. But I agree. There is hope he's a good human. And why did he steal the car? Isn't Don't we need to address what the core of the problem is? Probably inequality in America. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mom left the car unlocked, went inside the store to buy a gallon of milk and some meat. The thief happened to walk by, said, huh, hopped in the car, soon realized the four-year-old was in the back seat. You turned the parking lot, took the kid back to the mom. Quote, he actually lectured the mother for leaving the child in the car and threatened to call the police on her. Okay, so now the question is, at what age is it okay for your child to be left in the car while you're quickly running inside? Eddie has kids of all ages. Mm -hmm. Eddie, you have teenagers all the way down to babies. Yeah, I struggled with this one for a long time because I was like, I just want a Red Bull real quick. And then look at the baby in the backseat. I'm like, you're not going to go anywhere and I'm going to be gone for 30 seconds. No, but you wait. You wait until, you know, nine or ten. Six. Oh, I would have said six. I would have said first grade. It's it's not even the kid. You're not worried that the kid's going to leave or whatever. It's just someone who wants to steal a kid and is like, oh, all by himself. Like, yeah. Looks good. He won't fight me or she won't fight me. So let's get him. Well, shout out to that guy, but also bad. You're a bad guy. Yeah. yeah but both. And the mom. The baby was four. The kid was four. <laughs> yeah, that's like, too early. She she should she probably will that's never too early. do yeah, that again. Yeah, too early. Yes, yes. totally too early. I think early. if you can ride the school bus by yourself, though, you can probably be left in the car for a few minutes by yourself. How do you feel about that? Woo. Obviously, I don't know. Well, there's in my two head. things. You have to trust that your child's going to stay in the car because if they're big enough to unlock it and get out, they might. Secondly, you have to worry about strangers that might be like, oh, kid in a car. Or I was just looking for a kid. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> you know? Uh, a California man was freaked out over flying. He did not want to get COVID, so he lived in the airport for three months. This is crazy. What? The guy is charged with felony criminal trespass after police say he lived inside O'Hare International Airport in Chicago for three months. He hid out because he was scared to fly due to COVID-19. The 36-year-old arrived in Chicago from Los Angeles in October. He was living in the airport's security zone until Saturday when two United Airlines employees asked to see his ID. 
He showed him a badge that actually belonged to an operations manager who had reported it missing after he had arrived. He survived on food given to him by others. That's interesting. Now, if I'm the judge here, I don't hit this guy that hard Hmm. because he wasn't committing crimes. He was scared to death. Uh, You're going to get a penalty. You broke the law. You can't live in the airport. Is that even a law? Thou shalt not live in the airport? (laughs) What is that? What's that that Tom Hanks movie, Terminal? Terminal. I don't know. I feel like maybe is there a way he could get some government-issued therapy? I don't know if that's a thing. (laughs) I don't know. I think there's government-issued rehab. This poor guy was scared to death and... And try to survive. Right. So, th- I, so the reason why he stayed at the airport, though, was because he wasn't from there and he didn't want to fly home? He didn't want to fly, period, because okay. of COVID. Uh, finally, speaking of airplanes, a United passenger who did CPR on a man with COVID got a thank you from the airline. Now, follow me here, okay? The United passengers who risked their own health to give aid to a man who had COVID-19 have been compensated. How much do you think they were compensated because they gave CPR to someone who had COVID. And they knew probably had COVID. So like a few free flights? Minimally, right? Right. Drink tickets? They gave them 200 bucks. Oh, oh, oh. A $200 thank oh. you. What? Okay. It seems a little insignificant compared yeah. to the risk that they took. Tony Aldapa, one of the passengers who performed CPR on the COVID-infected man for 45 minutes, Tells TMZ he got a call from a United rep thanking him for his assistance during the crisis and letting him know that a $200 electronic travel certificate would be emailed to him. I have questions. There might be details in the story that we don't know. I don't know. But why Why was the, why was the COVID man traveling? I think he was an, trying to get somewhere. On an airplane. Okay, I thought we weren't supposed to do that if we have COVID. I don't think they check you, though, before you get on a domestic flight. I think the person had, di- had died, too. Oh, dear. Okay, now I feel bad. Tony says the rep didn't mention anything about the man who died having the coronavirus, and the email from United simply says, we apologize for the inconvenience you experienced on your trip. <laughs> what the? Inconvenience. Uh, uh, that's crazy. The guy said it took him 10 full days before they were contacted by the Department of Public Health, telling him what he already knew, and then after that, they got $200. That's not even a flight. Mm-mm. I guess in peak, peak, peak COVID when nobody was flying, That's you could flight. probably go back and forth on Southwest for that. 49. But you would think that would be more than 200 bucks just to avoid the PR nightmare. Rain Wilson turns 55 years old today. Do you know who Rain Wilson is? Yeah, he's from The Office, Dwight. Dwight on The Office, that's right. So we're going to play a game, name the 2000s TV show, where I will play you a theme from a show who premiered between 2000 and 2009. And you tell me the show. For example, that is The Office. The Office, right. All right, write your answers down, guys. All right. Amy, Eddie, Lunchbox, here is number one. <laughs> Can you name that TV show? Everybody in? Yep. In. Amy? Survivor. Eddie? Survivor. Lunchbox? One of the best shows on TV, Survivor. There you go. All right, number two. Amy? Mad Men. Eddie? Never seen it? Mad Men. Lunchbox? Dexter. Oh. The answer is Mad Men. Lunchbox has been eliminated. Next up. (laughs) 
You guys struggling with that one? Yeah, a little bit. Is that all of it? It's Play it one more time. But TV themes got shorter. Yeah. Because people realize people don't want to sit through a whole song. I'm, I'm, I'm between two, and this is going to throw me out. I'm going to be out because I didn't watch either that are in my brain. What two are you working with? Uh, How I Met Your Mother or Big Bang Theory. So, what do you have written down? I might be wrong on both. <sighs> how I Met Your Mother. Correct. <gasps> ah! <gasps> Eddie? Big Bang Theory. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> that hurts. That Sorry. does hurt. It stings. Sorry Ow. about that. Yikes. Big Bang Theory was a whole universe. I know. Da, da, da. It's the Bare Naked Ladies song. Uh, Amy, you win. That's a quick round there. Wow. There it is. All right, see how many of these you can name, Amy. The next ones. Reba. Reba, correct. Oh, wow. Name this one. I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. All I have to do is think of me and I peace of mind. Thinking it's like something on the CW. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go with like I don't know, One Tree Hill. Correct. <laughs> wow. <Okay>. Good. <laughs> okay. Love. Okay. Oh no. <sighs> is that Curb Your Enthusiasm? Correct. What? what is Curb it? Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> hey, is that Curb Your Enthusiasm? <laughs> it's like a euphemism. Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. So far, you haven't missed. Here you go. California, here we come. Right the OC. Correct, 2003. California. Nice. Next one. Came out in 2006. Well, I don't know that I've, I have, I literally have no idea. I don't even have a network in my head. Dirty Rock. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's the next one. Yes, no, maybe. I don't know. Can you repeat the question? You're not the boss of me now. You're not the boss okay. of me now. Turn it. Ah. What? <laughs> my ears. Just, I, don't, I don't like that noise. <laughs> what? That noise? It's music. It's not my genre, you know? What's the show? Scrubs. No, Malcolm in the Middle. Ah. <laughs> I've never seen it. All right, Amy, you are the winner, though. Congratulations. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So a woman thought that the poppers, you know those firecrackers that, boom, you throw them on the floor like they pop? Yeah. Pop, 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 little pop. white, little pop, white pop, balls. Pop. Snaps. Yeah. Well, they were placed in the store next to candy, and they're called... Fun snaps. So she thought, oh, yum. I guess no this is way. a candy. So she ate the poppers and they burned her mouth, cracked her tooth because wow. they popped inside of her mouth. She tried to eat a handful. <laughs> but then- You got to wonder why. They just weren't thinking to put them next to candy. Because if I'm looking at the picture here, there are pop rocks right next to that are the poppers. Okay. So I get it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> Luckily, some I mean, she suffered burns Ooh, and her lips and guns the and then the cracked tooth, but that's just, 
you know, I don't know. There may be a lawsuit here, and I'm not a very litigious person, but who did that? Who would they sue, though? Oh, that's true. It's nope. not. I mean, I guess it was by the candy, but she's the one that put it in her mouth. Read the box. I'm looking at the box now. Yeah. It says, snap, crack, bang, fun snaps <laughs> with fire on it. And yeah, never mind. She, if she takes that to court, she loses. Unfortunate, but yes. Also, she's older, huh? Maybe she didn't. Yeah, but... So maybe she couldn't read exactly what it was? No, I wasn't saying that. I was saying it did more damage to her mouth, but yes. Oh. Okay, what else? <laughs> Kid Rock is selling his Detroit home, in case you're interested. It's going for $2.2 million. It's got six bedrooms, six baths. It's 6,000 square feet, so lots of sixes happening. Man, it looks like an old-school colonial you know, I, I'm running for president in 1797 building. This Weird. is like Lunchbox's house. dream house because it's got a boathouse with an outdoor shower, jet ski lifts, an upper deck that's perfect for waterfront entertaining. Yeah, right on the water. Mm-hmm. All right, we end. And then I just, lastly, a little question. Would you rather get a 10% raise or one extra day off a month? 10% raise. A yeah. month? I think say once a week. I'll take the once a week. Yeah, 10% raise for sure. Why? Yeah, well, the survey found that 50% of Americans would rather have the extra time than the extra money. But one day a month, I don't feel... I don't. It's, it's like more... What if you got one day a week? Yeah, that's what I said. Then I would for Better. sure want that instead, yeah. Yeah, I was just kind of seeing where you were at Where would that. you be on that? Oh, I would be like, oh, I'd be 10% raise. Yeah. One day a month, that doesn't... But for some people, time is money. Yeah, for me. Still, I want the money. And so his money is money. Yeah. All right, is that it? Yeah, I mean, that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So I just want to shout out to some University of Michigan students who are offering up their time to tutor low-income families for free. Elena Birdwell is the one that started this, and she kind of was like, hey, look, kids are going through a lot right now, and they're learning from home. Social distancing is already a thing. There may be some families. I know when my daughter needs help with math, I have no idea what the heck I'm supposed to do. So I could imagine other families also busy working, raising other kids. It's difficult, and they may not be able to to afford a tutor. So these college kids are donating their time, and they started a— Thing called, I don't know if it's official nonprofit or company or whatever, but me tutor, M I, and then tutor, and it's a free online service for kindergarten through 12th grade. And it's where in Michigan? Based out of Michigan, but they're virtual, so they really can help kids in low income areas anywhere. Say the name of it again Me tutor, M I T U T O R. Got it. You know, tutor is a confusing word for me to spell. <laughs> tutor. I thought it was T U D O R. I might have spelled it like that. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you spelled it out. Tutor. I've never been a, that great of a speller. I was always pretty good in school. Actually, I was really good in school. I was not, never that good at spelling. Actually, though. I don't want to brag, but I was amazing at school. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was. I, was. I just didn't want to brag. Yeah, I know, I, I know. That's weird to me you're not a good speller, though. Mm-mm. Because. I, th- I think sounds can make lots of sounds. I didn't agree with how the alphabet was. Anyway. Yeah. Phonetically, right. you would There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> This flight attendant on TikTok posted a warning on why you should never drink coffee or tea made on an airplane. She said because the water comes from tanks that are almost never cleaned. Instead, 
only drink liquids that come from a bottle or a can. Here she is explaining that. Never consume any liquid that is not in a can or a bottle. The reason being is because those water tanks are never cleaned and they are disgusting. So talk to a flight attendant. We rarely, rarely drink the coffee or tea. They come from the same water tank. And so when you're drinking that coffee and tea, it comes from that hot water and it's absolutely disgusting. The whole machine is never cleaned and they're by the lavatories. She goes on to say for parents to never ask for hot water for your baby's bottle. Instead, for a bottle of water to make the bottle. So that's gross. Two things. I'm going to spin this off into two quick topics. One, I posted a TikTok on my account at Mr. Bobby Bones where it was Caitlin telling a story about a celebrity she chased down in a Jeep once years ago. You can go see that. Same name, Mr. Bobby Bones, where she sees him and goes, I think that's them, runs after them. The red light comes on, the Jeep stops, and there she is standing next to them in an open, open top Jeep. <laughs> okay. So that's on my TikTok if you want to see that story. And then I did a duet with Dan and Shay. Oh, one of those? Yeah. I cool. sang tequila, sort of. But you can go see that <laughs> on my TikTok, Mr. Bobby Bones. Now, speaking of flight attendants, did you finish the flight attendant on HBO? I did. And? And I love it. I thought it was good. I'm excited for season two. I really liked it. I'm not going to say love. It doesn't go up into the upper echelon of The Queen's Gambit, Ted Lasso, The Undoing, but it's right there in that little class below them. Okay. Don't spoil anything. I'm not. You're notorious so, for I know. It. Just, hey, whoa. No, 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 no. Not, am I notorious for it now? Yes. Someone can change and work on things. I, so don't, I feel like I'm- You spoiled I've, the entire end of the Avengers movie once. Right when it came out, I was like, I can't I've, wait to see it. And she goes, well, this we is what happened at that, the end. Okay, why do we have to bring that <laughs> example up every time? Hashtag never forget. Hashtag justice for Bobby. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying like how, how I can be trusted. I'm not going to say anything, but there's a reason why I liked it more. I'm just scared to say it. Good. Good for you. All right. Let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. (laughs) The morning corny. What happened to the guy whose GPS told him to turn around? What happened to the guy whose GPS told him to turn around? He wrecked. He couldn't see where he was going. Okay. That was the morning corny. Meaning he turned his body around in the car. Yeah. Not the car. Got it. Okay, I'll tell you what. Tell me what you're going to say about the flight attendant. And then if it's a spoiler, I'll have Ray bleep it real quick. Okay. Well, Everybody, re- Everybody's ears, if you hear the spoiler, it's it's on. Go ahead, Amy. Okay, well, I just found it to be really interesting the way it just probably made me do some thinking of how we can remember things differently. If our when our brain is in trauma and we have things going on, we may have as adults completely different things in our head. But then once we have something open that up, we realize, oh, my gosh, our our brain was trying to protect us from pain. Okay, fair enough. No need to bleep it. I think we kind of waded into a little bit of woke Amy there. Oh, just a little bit. Oh, (laughs) didn't we? I know she keeps showing up. I know. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I like it, though. But uh, the flight attendant's pretty good. <laughs> it is. Yeah. All right, here's the question. When you take a shower, do you look toward the shower head <laughs> or do you look away from the shower head, like at the back wall? Both. No, but if you have to pick one, this is the dumb debate of the day. Do you look at the shower head or away from it? I guess if I have to pick, I look at it. Me too, yeah. right? Yeah. You guys? Oh, no, no. This is easy. I look away. I don't like the water hitting my chest at all. I'd rather it hit my back. I've done this my whole life. So you get in and look at the back wall. Okay, so I turn it on, right? And the water in the bottom goes or whatever. And then when I turn the shower on by by 
picking that button up, I turn around as fast as I can because I don't want that hitting my chest. Dang, Eddie, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So when you soap up your chest, how do you rinse it off? Oh, that, uh, then I have to do it, but that's later, later, later. Well, and I'll turn and get my, put my back in it and do right. what Eddie does the other way. But I thought we just all lay and looked at the shower. No, no. I tell you, Kaylin has a loofah. We're sharing showers now because we flooded out. I talked about that earlier. Uh-huh. She flooded her shower in the guest room. So she has this glove loofah thing. Oh, yeah. I've and seen that. I don't think I'm supposed to use it. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm not? No. Why? Because it's on her. It's for her body. Did you use it? It's great. Ew. But they're going to get married, Amy. Your Does body, it, her body, same thing. I don't care. I've been married for 14 years and never shared a loofah. Ever. You, but you don't know that. No, I know. We have our own separate loofahs. Well, in fact, thing, now my can... husband would be mad I said he has a loofah, but they're different colors <laughs> and they're in different parts of the shower. It's very massive. And it's made of sandpaper, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. And it's a glove. So you put that on and put it on your body all over? Yeah, scratch it. It's got like a scratchy thing Ew. and it exfoliates. Have you told her that you're using it? <laughs> oh, this is this is like a using someone's toothbrush. I, she, she did that with me once. So, this payback. is payback? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I'm this that's not cool. I didn't know it wasn't cool. I didn't think it was a thing. That's weird. That you didn't think it was a thing. That's like all over your body. But if like if there's like a washcloth and skin and it was in there. Or soap. You rub the soap on you. Ugh. Share the soap. <laughs> no. That is how I don't understand how people use bars of soap if I I mean I get it and sometimes we do but I will if I have to use a bar of soap and I don't know what else has happened with it I run it underwater and I clean it you <laughs> clean it. the soap yes I let the layers of the soap wash away before then I use the soap Lunchbox, which side do you wash first? Oh, I definitely face the back wall because I don't, like Eddie said, the chest, I don't like the water spraying me in the face. Like, and so I sit there and I put the soap on and then I turn around, wash off, and then I turn back around, put the face wash on, turn around. You face the back wall. It makes the shower so much easier and enjoyable. I don't get sprayed in the face. And I look at the shower, it comes down to like on my chest. Yeah, I guess it just depends on your positioning. What's the first body part? On the count of three, <laughs> say the first body part you wash when you get in the shower. Ready? One, two, three. Face. Underarms. Body. Wow. Armpits. Yeah, me too. For I sure. Straight to the armpits. First thing. Like, <laughs> why? That's so weird. It's, to me, it's the vulnerable, stinky part. Huh. Armpits and butt. You know? <laughs> oh, so you go butt second? We don't. That's Guys, real, this that's is, quick, dude. This is too much detail. Why? For right now. No, we want people to know. No, we're us. good. We're, we're humans too. Prick us. We bleed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Amy's daughter went and got her junior bridesmaids dress with Caitlin, my fiance. How did she say it went? Oh, she loved it. She thought it went really well. I guess I think she loved being able to try on different dresses and feel like a princess in her mind. So you got your bridesmaid's dress. Yeah, last week. She has her junior bridesmaid's dress. Mm-hmm. Are they the same? No, they're different. I only saw, I, I didn't get to go, so I only saw video and no, they're definitely, I think what I don't know if Kate has she sharing details about how the look. I saw your daughter in the dress that she picked. Okay, yeah. So everyone, the the junior bridesmaids will look different than the bridesmaids. Oh, okay. And I'll just leave it at that because I don't know what details y'all are sharing yet. Yeah, me either. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, know either. That's like, why I don't want to give. She may not want to give away. She is doing something a little different overall. Oh. That some brides don't do. Oh. All, all Nikki? <laughs> no, we're all going to be fully clothed. <laughs> um, it is now time where I'm announcing my best man. Open the door. Oh, wow. What? They're coming in? Yeah. 
They're walking down the hall. Just kidding, it's Eddie. <laughs> I, I was like, wait, who's coming in? Who did you think it was when I said walking down the hall? Well, because but I don't know if you've announced other people. I haven't. So no. I'm not going to say because that might give that away. Well, there he is, Eddie. Hey. I mean, it's been weird. It's been weird because I've known for a bit. Since before Christmas. And I've been kind of like keeping it a secret. And it's a big secret because I, I'm, I mean, this is huge for me. It's a huge deal. Bones, I'm honored. I mean, when we made the exchange, when you told me, like, I cried. <laughs> I got teary-eyed, gave you the biggest hug, dude, because I, I've been with you from the time when we never, ever thought you were going to get married. <laughs> now you're actually getting married and it's I've been a crazy ride, and I'm, I'm so happy to be there right by your side while you do it. Seriously, it's huge. Which leads me to Eddie's speech. I just did it. Can we can we play that? <laughs> <laughs> you just move your I mean, mouth That move was, your mouth that to was it. it. <laughs> because doesn't the best man give a speech? Yes. Where? At the wedding? Um, well, at, the, at reception. the reception, not during the ceremony. I thought it the, was like the rehearsal dinner. It can be both. Like, it just depends. That's up to y'all. It, it can I be either think this is what I would like. I would like for Amy to give a speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the what? At the rehearsal. Hey, well, hold on real quick. Keep in mind, though, Bones, I'm going to be drinking, you know. And you're I'm giving like... the speech at the reception. Oh, crap. So At Amy, what time in the reception? Because I'm telling you, I'm going to be celebrating hard for this wedding. So we need to do it early. Well, no, we don't. Okay, then get ready. Amy <laughs> is giving a rehearsal speech about me. Well, I don't have... Okay, but I mean, I'm... Okay. And Eddie's giving... Reception speech. All right. I also have to plan a, a bachelor party, don't I? I'll probably do that. You sure? Right. You want to do it my style? Well, the the t- uh, traditionally speaking, the best man plans it. I'll probably. But do. traditionally speaking, in this relationship, <laughs> this dude picks what we do all the time. So I'll probably pick it. It probably yeah, I'll probably pick it. All That's right. okay with you. Yeah, of course. Maybe I'll, I'll have you like pick out the colors we it's, wear or something. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's your wedding, dude. You do whatever you want. All right, there you go. So you have? Do you commit now to giving a speech about me at the? Because I don't have a parent. Okay. Like yeah. like. You know. Yes, I commit. Okay, thank you. I just am not, I'm, now I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I don't need I mean, to already prepare. This. We have time. You have months. But I'm thinking, okay, and now you're saying that I, you're for, yes. Thank I you. <laughs> I no, not I do. We're not married. <laughs> 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 I accept. And Eddie, you're giving one for me at you the, got it. the reception. Yeah, I'm All ready right. for that. And then I guess I'll be ready for backup if Eddie can't talk. Oh, Oh, I'll be able to talk. I'll just recycle. I'll just repeat (laughs) what I said the night before. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Ronnie Dunn. Ronnie, how are you? Bobby, how are you? you? I'm good. I don't have as much going on as you do. I got a couple things to talk to you about. Yeah, Uh, you do too. You're you're everywhere. First of all, uh, Ronnie Dunn from Brooks and Dunn is on with us. Two things we're for sure going to talk about. Pete's Love and Country Music, a song I have loved for years and years, has a new music video out. I'm going to play a clip of the song first. Here you go. Peace, love, and country music. Lord, we could sure use some more. Ronnie, why did you go back and make this video? People keep com- kept coming to me, as they do probably all of us in, in town in the music business, going, you need to be writing a song about what's going on right now. And I go, you know, it, it, I, I can't really... I can't really get my hands around it. What we're talking about, COVID, political unrest, protests, people just basically in a lot of ways being bored, I guess. I don't know. I don't want to get too analytical about it. But I was going back through some some songs in the old projects and Peace, Love, and Country Music uh, popped up. 
I just turned it on and listened to it. It's what we need right now. Good old vaccination of country music. <laughs> the the video's great too. It's got listen, first responders, it's got examples of unity that we need right now. So let me encourage you guys out there when you're on the YouTube today, check it out. It's the new video for peace, love, and country music. Let, let me ask you this before I get over into the Lensman project. I is it to you, when, when someone has vintage Brooks and Dunn, is it weird for you that your stuff is now considered vintage, like a vintage Brooks and Dunn t-shirt? In what way, Bobby? Well, if I have, because I have on some, I have new Brooks and Dunn stuff, and I have yeah. vintage Brooks and Dunn stuff from like the 90s. Now, to be, yeah. cons- you're st- to be so big, but to be considered vintage, is that, is that tough for you, or do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't go there. I don't let myself go there. <laughs> I might, I might feel old, you know, at the end of the day with this Brooks and Dunn stuff or the music thing. We go, we just, we just want it to be around for a long time, and it's kind of getting there, you know. <laughs> what is the coolest old school Brooks and Dunn thing you have at your house? Oh, the uh, drums from from the last, uh, the last tour, the last rodeo. We had the guys from, uh, you know, we we toured for a, a couple of years with ZZ Top. We had their, they always had the coolest drums, you know, and, and crazy, you know, stage stuff. And Billy Gibbons turned me on to the guy down in Texas that, that built all their drums. So it's a big steer head that moves back and forth and blows smoke out of his nose, you know, and all that. So. And where do you keep that in your house? Right when you walk in, living room? <laughs> it's on the gate. <laughs> uh, it's, it's down in the barn. But, you know, the barn's kind of where we record. You go to the studio that's down there. So it, it's about to be moved, Bobby. I sold this place. And uh, we're uh, moving across the street. We've had a lot over there forever that we've tried to build. You know, you get to that point to where you just, i got too much stuff. I need to downsize a little bit. Kids are out of the house, so well, uh, the fact the process of moving. The fact that you're moving makes me feel a little better. Amy, I'm going to read you a text message exchange between Ronnie and I, and you tell me if Ronnie was mean for not responding. Okay. okay? I said, he texted me, and he's like, hey, congratulations on the engagement. And I said, thank you. I said, hey, you coming to the wedding? He said, I'll be there front row. I said, send me your address. Crickets. Oh, oh no! Yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. wrong. That's I got no. No, I'm telling you, you didn't even respond. No, with you did. That's no, nah, that's wrong, man. I, I fired right back. I'm I'm a good student with nope. texting. It's his fault. I'm. T- I can send you a screenshot. I said, send me your address so I can mail you the invite. We haven't I, sent I, them out I, yet. No, I'm gonna go back and look through my yeah, text. Yeah, go back and, and, and look. Send. If I didn't push in, I'm a loser. Okay? Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, you didn't push in. Or he sent his address I did, to somebody and I said else. Something about hey, I don't need a front row seat, just an old uh, hay bale in the back. That, you know, you didn't send that. Look at your phone right now. You never sent that, Ronnie. Look at it. I'll wait That's for you. So That's t- a frame job right there. I'm telling you, I didn't get it. Okay. Okay, I'll give it to you right now. We're on the radio. Yeah. Two two. <laughs> Is he looking right now? No, he was going to give out his address. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, let me talk about the Lensman Project, because Ronnie's doing good in the world. He's also a great photographer. If you remember the picture of me in chaps, dressed as a cowboy, fantastic picture. And I was like, how are we going to pull this off? We did it because Ronnie is an excellent photographer. But So tell me what you're doing with this Lensman Project. Well, you know, I've got a couple of buddies. One was, was a 27-year uh, uh, pro with uh, Sports Illustrated. And another guy in Santa Fe, Jim Arndt, did all the old classic Marlboro Man uh, ads. So 
over the years, we just we we run together. You know, when we I went out making music and uh, they weren't on projects, we uh, put together this organization called Lensman Project. So we just go all over the country. We shoot rodeos and you know whatever else is out there of interest. You know, there's a buffalo, and so we're going to donate uh, the, the majority of the proceeds to uh, the American Cancer Society and uh, work work with that. You guys so. check out lensmanproject.com. I think I'll repost the uh, cowboy picture, too, so people can see just how good a photographer Ronnie is. Because I remember going, Ronnie, you're never going to make me look like a cowboy. I'd be dang if I didn't look like the coolest, <laughs> nerdiest cowboy ever. He pulled it off. <laughs> you showed up exactly right on, on time. You know, you'd think like a big celebrity like you go, you know, uh, you know I'll, I'll be out there 15, 20 minutes late. You showed up. You, you put everything on. You were a real champ and just and went for it. You know? I, I did and the Japs were the last thing we, were, we, we thought about. Like, he, he won't do that. And you were. You were a trooper. Thank so, you. you uh, Ronnie Cowboy Dunn Bobby Bone. From Brooks and Dunn is on with us right now. I have, like, two more questions for you. Number one, aside from Neon Moon, because I feel like that song, people dance to that as a love song when it's not really a love song at all. I feel like that song is misinterpreted a lot. Do you feel that way? Yeah, Kick stands on stage uh, every time we do it out in Vegas. He goes, do you realize this is a drunk in a bar <laughs> in a corner table? You know, but, but people want to use it as their, their wedding song. Which leads yeah. me to my final question. What song should I make the band learn for you to sing at the wedding during the reception? You pick it. I don't know. Something like Red Dirt Road. I, you, I don't know. You Ooh, All right. There, hey, listen, I love the guy. I hope you guys check out uh, the Lensman Project. Go to lensmanproject.com. He's a great photographer and, and all these pictures that he's been taking. And they're doing a lot of stuff, too. It's, you know, uh, prints, hats, throws, all for a good cause, uh, helping out the American Cancer Society. So there he is, the guy who doesn't respond to texts. Ronnie I'm coming to your wedding. You're about to get a tsunami of my address. Uh, I'm sure I will. All right. Hey, Ronnie, good to see you, and uh, stay safe, and I'll talk to you soon. Talk soon, Bobby. Thank right, you. bye-bye. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Kristen Walker was getting gas down in Moody, Alabama, when she had her two kids in the car, and she's pumping the gas. Someone walks up with a gun, pulls it out, and says, back away, I'm taking the car. Uh. Well, her nine-year-old son sees the guy with a gun, and was like, uh-oh, something bad's about to happen. He jumps out of the car, runs around, and is able to unbuckle his five-year-old sister before they steal the car. Oh, wow. So he didn't save the car, but he knew they were about to get in and take the car, and he jumped out and unbuckled his five-year-old sister and saved him before they drove away. That's awesome. Shout out, Ethan Walker, you nine-year-old hero. Wow, that is crazy. That's a great story. I hope they caught the folks, too. They did. They caught them later in Mississippi. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Tomorrow night, it's the biggest night of the year if you're a podcast fan. The 2021 iHeartRadio Podcast Awards. Don't miss it. Watch on iHeartRadio's YouTube and Facebook tomorrow, 9 p.m. All right, there you go. Let's go over and do the news. Bobby's Big Story. Well, nobody won the Mega Millions jackpot. It is now going to be at least $970 million whenever it's drawn for on Friday night. Oh, good. There's still time. I forgot to play. Oh, I did buy tickets, and I didn't look to see if I won, or I didn't stay up. And then I saw that nobody won, but I still need to check because maybe I could have won a smaller amount of money, huh? So nobody won the big prize. The other one is tonight, though. The Powerball is tonight, $730 million. So you can go and get tickets for the Powerball tonight. Okay. And the Mega Millions Friday. What do you think about that? All right. I got to, I don't know. I just need to make it a priority because yesterday I was all in and then I forgot. So. 
did you remember at all after the show, or did it just leave your mind as soon no, as the show was No, no, I hadn't thought about it till just now. Okay. Well, tonight, <laughs> go grab it. those tickets. Yeah. All right, more news. Bobby's other story. Trump's final pardons were released, and one of the guys pardoned was Lil Wayne. Did you see that? I didn't. That's also, awesome. rapper Kodak Black. Okay. Uh, the person who did not get pardoned was Tiger King. Oh. Where the big story was, and I saw a picture of it, <laughs> they had a big limo outside the jail ready for him because they thought he was going to get pardoned. Dang. So, convicted of two accounts for murder for hire, falsifying wildlife records, and violations of the Endangered Species Act, Joe Exotic had a limousine parked near the prison so that once the presidential pardon was announced, he could walk out, wave, and drive off. Private investigator Eric Love also did a, a thank you video for Trump when they got out of jail, which we obviously didn't get to see. Yeah. So they said once he was freed, his first order of business was going to be to get his hair done and grab a pizza steak or McRib. <laughs> Sadly, the pardon didn't come through. Mm. Did you want to see Joe Exotic get pardoned? I I had honestly that's another thing I had not thought about. <laughs> okay. If, and then uh, <laughs> put yourself in yesterday's show. If I said, "Hey, do you want to see Joe Exotic get pardoned?" Don't answer yet. Everybody say yes or no on the count of 3 if you wanted to see Joe Exotic be pardoned. 1 2 3. No. no. Universal no. Yeah, there you uh, go. Do you know how annoying he would be? <laughs> yeah. And also he did all that stuff. Oh, we think he's in jail. Right, he's convicted, think. right? Right. Well, and then I realized after you said Lil Wayne, I mean, I get that he got pardoned, so I'm sure it's fine, but I just naturally was like, awesome. But then I'm like, wait, what did he do? He had a gold-plated gun as a weapons charge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. And he can't, because I believe I believe he's a felon, or he had a, had a gun in a place he shouldn't have had a gun. Gotcha. Yeah. So, but he is, uh, Lil Wayne's waking up today like, I ain't got to go to jail. Crazy. Uh, and then finally... There's a 22-year-old guy named Elliot Scott from Chicago. Last week, he stole a truck from a towing company. But while he was driving away, he called 911 to report a crime. Now, he's stealing a truck, and as he's stealing it, he goes, oh, I need to call and report a crime. The person he stole the truck pulled a gun on him. (laughs) The cops already had the GPS coordinates of the truck, so they showed up shortly after the call and got him for possession of a stolen motor vehicle, theft, and driving on a suspended license. The truck owner who pulled the gun has not been arrested. What kind of idiot criminal are you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me put Diane on. And, oh, Ray, close the news up first, please. Thank you very much. Bobby's Big Story. All right, here's Diane in Virginia. Hey, Diane, how are you? Um, actually, it's Kayla. I'm calling to give my mom, Diana, a shout out. <laughs> oh, okay. This is Diane. Okay, so help me yeah. out then because I'm totally confused on this call. <laughs> okay, so I actually called back in October um, I had triplet boys, and I called in because I was having trouble naming my boys because my husband wanted to wait, but I was on bed rest in the hospital, and I just needed some help in naming the boys. But I was just calling an update that they're finally home. They spent 55, 59, and 66 days in the NICU. Wow. And the last one came home on Christmas. Oh. Wow, congratulations. Yeah. And, and do you want to share their names? I do. Um, so we did a family name for each of them and then just like a, a name we like, but... Um, we named them Anthony Hayes, Grayson Witt, and Parker James. Wow, congratulations. Yeah. I hear them now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep, they are very chatty, and yeah. And um, but they're doing well, and I actually was just calling because I just wanted to give my mom a shout-out. She's a very, one, she's a huge fan of the show, and two, she's, she's been helping us, and she's really just, she's saving us <laughs> So this time. Well, and what is her, is she Diana? She's Diana, yes. Diana. You're very loved. And a big shout out from your daughter. 
<laughs> Thank right? you. Daughter? Yep. Hey, let me ask you this. What? Just kind of run it by me in case I forgot. What was the original call about when you called? I needed help naming my triplets. But what was the question? Do we just throw names at you, or did, was it like, <laughs> should we name them? But just help me out with what the Bobby the, Lunchbox Eddie. Yeah, that was easy. That. We can do that again. Yes, that was that's what y'all suggested. Um, but no, I was on bed rest in the hospital, and I said that um, you know I had a lot of time on my hands, and um, my husband didn't want to name the boys, but I didn't know if it was bad if I kind of like started to name them nice. without him. <laughs> and did you stick to the names that you started naming without him? Um, yes. Yeah, of course. Had a girl. I did, <laughs> yes. Right, but, you hey, keep, yeah, you keep talking about you and Caitlin want to have twins. I'm just letting you know it's tough. <laughs> but you had triplets. We're not trying to have triplets. Twins? No, now I we're know, talking. Two at a time is going to be just as hard. How big did you get with triplets? Ooh. Well, so I didn't make it that far. I only made it 29 weeks in four, four days. So, um, I didn't get as big as probably some other triplet moms. Did you feel like three sets of kicks? Yes, it was awful. Did it feel like gas, but up front? Like, what is three? I, I, don't, listen, I don't know what one baby feels <laughs> Good like. Good question. But did it, could you feel all three and was it like, you know, surround sound? <laughs> no. Um, it literally just felt like something was like kind of stabbing me inside my stomach. Um, yeah, it sounds awful. She but yeah, said, you could definitely goes, you know, feel it was just a little. <laughs> it's just like this small thing, like being stabbed all around my, my midsection. Well, uh, yeah, it was, it was really uncomfortable. Kayla, congratulations. It sounds like. Everybody's and if, out and safe, and that's fantastic. I feel like if I remember the whole story correctly, y'all y'all just got pregnant with twins. There was it's not because of in vitro or anything, right? Correct. It was natural. Yeah. So it was she, a very big surprise. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. And now you're done. You just <laughs> put a fork in it. You don't have to be more kids. That's why we want to have twins. Oh yeah, we're definitely no, done. Bobby, are you saying we loosely like you want to have twins? Does Caitlin want to have twins? No, but that's why we want to have <laughs> twins. So we can just be done. Oh my gosh. Have a boy and a girl. That's all. Hey, Diane, Kayla, both of you, appreciate <laughs> you. That's awesome. Congratulations. Hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Call Thank us when they're you. 16. All right. All right. Bye. Okay. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. So I'm going to give an update on Caitlin's grandfather. Now, Caitlin's my fiance and her grandfather, who she's extremely close to, got COVID. He's 82 or 83 years old, um, was in the hospital. At one point, the doctor said, hey, it's a coin flip if he makes it out of here. He is still on machines, but he's out of the hospital, which is great news. Super pumped about it. Last night, I'm at the house and Caitlin gets a call. She's like, What? And I'm thinking that her grandfather had taken a couple steps back. And she hangs up, and she's like, while he was in the hospital, someone robbed his house and stole all of his oh guns from, like, his grandfather that passed down, stole it, st- all kinds of stuff, like everything in his house. So while he had COVID and was in the hospital in Tomaha, Oklahoma, some people nearby broke in and stole everything out of his house. Dang. Because they, and they, so I guess I'm assuming they knew he was in the hospital, so yes. no one would be home. Yes. Sort of like we've heard before, people check obituaries and see when funerals are going to be and they rob people. That's crazy. So what do we do? Well, I don't know. I'm, so I'm going to send Lunchbox to Tulsa. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Good, good, good. good. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. No, because you know they're armed. This is, uh, he's a basketball coach. He has been forever, but he's a basketball coach at Stigler High School and right outside of Tulsa. So I saw this story where Deion Sanders went on Instagram. Did you guys see this yesterday? Day before? No. Uh-uh. He was like, hey, someone stole my boombox out of my car. He lives in Jackson, uh, Mississippi. He's coaching down there. And he goes, if anybody knows it, you can, knows where it is, bring it back. No questions asked. Someone brought it back with a note. It was like, hey, man, found it. 
the end. And I was like, hey, if someone can get all of Caitlyn's grandfather's guns yeah. and personal stuff back, no questions asked, I'll give you, how much money should I give them? Oh, we're, oh there's a reward. Oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Listen, I'll give a reward and I won't ask any questions. I mean, guns can rack up some cash. But like, there are a lot, it's not even just guns. It's like old guns that were passed down to him right. and he's 82. That's what I'm saying. That'd be like Davy Crockett. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking 10000 No, Whoa. no. Whoa. Why would you say oh, oh, that? Reward, reward, reward. Eddie, my bad, my bad. Eddie. Eddie, I was thinking 200 in a signed book. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's not a dog or a baby. Eddie, what is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, You're like yeah, yeah. Amy when she overguesses during a segment and makes a segment not worth doing anymore. You don't like that number? Okay, okay. Let's rethink it then. Because, I mean, in my mind, I'm not saying, but I know some uh, type of kids I went, like, even that I was friends with in high school. Like, certain things they did, just out of pure immaturity and like a rush of like I know that there was times that they like stuff was stolen so I'm thinking I wonder if could it be it's like high school punks that well they think the they stole and then went to Arkansas to sell the stuff oh so they would need to check pawn shops okay a thousand dollars oh that's good now we're talking yeah because that well that's what I mean it's if it's some young Kids, they might be like, "What a thousand dollars!" No yeah. questions asked. Yeah. I don't know how we how to get it to them. But if, if they've already <laughs> Venmo, drop them. Oh, no, it. no, how to how to get the stuff. <laughs> but yeah, but so anyway, as the guy's fighting for his life, they rob his house. He lives by himself, by the way. So that was the the sucky situation last night. That's like Dr. Dre. He had the aneurysm and he was in the ICU, and people were arrested because they were there was four people trying to break into his house. If anyone knows outside of Tulsa what, who these people are, call our phone line here, 877-77-BOBBY. You can be anonymous. You can't even go to the hospital anymore. Can't even get COVID now. And what's that's the reward? A thousand bucks. All right. For justice. a significant part back. Yeah. Oh, or justice, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but that, doesn't that stink? I that's guess. awful. Like, you know what? You just punched your ticket to mm, H-E double hockey yep. sticks. Mm-hmm. Down there. In case they were wondering... He just punched it. But what if they bring him back? Well, then I can punch. I can give you a, the the hole back and put it back in that hole. <laughs> the one you punched out. Tape. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so anyway, that happened. Let's see. Got that on my list. Yeah, I did want to mention this because Eddie pulled me aside this morning. I was like, "Hey, Mega, talk to you." And I was like, "Yeah, what's this about?" And he goes, "I know we're on in Seattle now. I'd like to do something for our Seattle listeners." So I thought he had some great like thank you or offering to the folks in Seattle, but that's not it at all. No, no, no. See, there's a band in Seattle that I love, and I've loved my entire life, and I feel like they've been done wrong, and they're trying to stop it, and I think they need the help of everyone. And, dude, you mentioned we're in Seattle now, and I'm thinking the first thing I thought when we said this is like, oh, my gosh, Eddie Vedder lives in Seattle. He loves Pearl Pearl Jam. Jam lives in Seattle. They could be driving their kids to school right now listening to us. So if... Eddie Vedder is listening right Which now. Which he, I mean, Bones, he really could be. Like, let's be real. Okay. What would you like to say to him right now? Eddie, I'm with you, man. There, there's a, I'll tell you guys the backstory. There's a tribute band, tribute Pearl Jam band that exists, and their name is Pearl Jam with two M's. How messed up is that? Pearl Jam. Okay. Okay. And the, the band's like, you can't do this. Like, you, you are confusing your audience thinking they're coming to see us. And so they want the band really nothing. They don't want money. They just want the band to hand over all of their website domains and email addresses that could confuse the two bands. And, and what's your point with telling the story? Eddie can listen, and I'm dude, I'm with you. 
Eddie Vedder. And know that he's not alone. You are not alone in this. If they did that to the Raging Idiots, that's me and Bobby's band, uh, I would be furious. I'd be happy that someone even cares. <laughs> that's yeah. not, no, that's not the point. Yeah, that's why, that's why you were yelling $10,000 over the top of me a minute ago. <laughs> so that's your payback? Yeah. Eddie Vedder, if you're listening, we'd love to have you call on the show. Yeah. That's what you want. Yes, because I, I think Eddie really needs to talk about this, too, in person and, like, let this out. And, and just tell us how bad this makes him feel. Okay, there you have it. How do you feel about that? I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Eddie makes a good point. I mean, we have randomly sometimes Tim McGraw's taking his kids to school and calls in. We also play Tim McGraw's music. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, Should we, we play ju- a Pearl oh, Jam song? Um, excuse me, we just played it just now. Yeah, and we have more in the system. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm just saying it's not out of his kids or would have yeah definite I don't know if he has kids Eddie Eddie has kids kids. oh yeah he has kids okay Okay. Uh, let me put on (laughs) Ty in Red Oak Oklahoma hey Ty thanks for calling in the show what's going on hey Bobby Uh, I was gonna let you know I live in you know Red Oak which is literally like 20 minutes from Stigler and and if there's any way yeah uh, y'all can give me a list of the guns that were stolen I'll help keep an eye out I don't want the reward or anything like that if we can find them. Because, uh, you know, somebody breaking into his house while he's in the hospital with COVID and stealing all that stuff from him that was handed down, family heirlooms, you know, that's, that's not right. Well, I appreciate that. I'll see if they have, if he has a list. I'll see what's up. But, you know, you know how are you going to rob somebody when you know they're sick in the hospital? I feel like this guy, Ty, is going to go and track him down. Yeah. He's like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can hear the like the the interest in his voice. He wants justice. You know, I've heard guys don't want justice before, and they sound just like Ty. Yeah, yeah. Let me see what I can find here. All right, Ty, appreciate that call, man. Thanks. You okay. bet, man. All right, buddy. That I'm guy, like will, that guy guy. will come to your house, <laughs> kick your and punch you in the teeth. Yeah. If you think if you did somebody wrong before the end of the day, Ty's gonna have like a truckload of people like driving down the road trying to. I love this. We're gonna see. Yeah, it's like nine people in the back of a dump, Ty's dump truck <laughs> driving around Oklahoma looking for these guys. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about right there. <laughs> I was very sick yesterday when I was in the studio. I was trying to just play it off, but I went home and was sick all day long. Like what happened? Stomach just, just distraught. Well, I was a bit worried, so I was like, ah. I had been COVID tested the day before, negative, and I went yesterday and got another COVID test, rapid test, negative. So it wasn't that. I didn't think it was that. I think I ate a whole lot of candy corn over the weekend, probably about a gallon. And I think that my stomach is just really sick because I usually don't do that much sugar. And who likes candy corn? I mean, I do a little bit, I guess, but it was just always (laughs) available on that boat I was on. But I I was just hurting all day long. But dealt with that. Watched a little Cobra Kai last night. Fell asleep. It's pretty much my entire day. You? Wow, man, I'm sorry you had to go through that. You didn't even tell us during the show. No, <laughs> not at all. You powered t- through listen, that. Listen, I don't tell you guys what's on. Candy cornitis. You don't tell people your problems, right? Most people don't care, and the other part of the people, they're glad you have them. <laughs> I know. Such that's a granddad that, thing to say. I know, say, but, but that like saying is so stupid What were you going to gonna do if I was sick? Nothing. Oh, well, I came in, we worked, I went home, handled my business. Yeah, I mean, I get that. You don't you don't need to interrupt our work day with that, I guess, if you can power through. But there are some people that do care about your problems in more than 10%. Well, and if I would have been sick, I wouldn't have come in, like real sick. So that way you know when I'm really sick, I'm hurting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was that was the day yesterday. Um, I have Morgan Wallen here singing karaoke in a bar. Here you go. This was on TikTok. It is him singing karaoke at a bar outside of Nashville called Dolan's Bar and Grill in Franklin, Tennessee. It starts with him asking someone to bring him a shot. He may be joking, but it sounds like he asked for a shot of green tea. Then he goes back into singing Simple Man by Leonard Skinner. 
It's from a cell phone. Let's see how much of this uh, we want to hear. Go ahead. Hey, somebody give me a shot right now. We want green tea. How long ago do we think this was? How long? So, so it was like a couple months ago, less than a month ago. How? First of all, this place is packed. <laughs> oh, I don't see a mask where, on. Where folks. is he in Florida? No, he's in Franklin. Franklin Tennessee. Tennessee. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just always picture that. <laughs> Secondly, how cool if you're at a karaoke place and you see Morgan Wallen go up and sing? Yeah. You know, every phone in the place was up recording him doing this. That is funny. And if you didn't know Morgan Wallen, you'd be like, dang, this guy's good. This, yeah. this, this guy with the, the mullet, pretty good up there. He should really pursue. <laughs> the weird thing for me about going to any sort of karaoke place is if I go to a karaoke place and then in this town that we live in Nashville, everybody's trying to make it big. If there's anyone and there always is a couple like aspiring artists there, they will sing right to me. Mm. And I'm in there just trying to watch. <laughs> and they're trying to get a record deal. And I'm like, what do you, what do you want from me? And they're like, hit it up. <laughs> I will always love, <laughs> and they're just going as hard as they can, and I'm just, I'm like, stop looking at me. This feels weird. I'm not getting, I, I can't sign you to anything. But I thought that was pretty cool. I do have the foods that are most likely to put you in a good mood or a bad mood. Which would you like first, the good mood foods? Well, I'd say we start with the bad mood and then end with the good mood. So, it's what it does to your body and to your brain, and the chemicals that are released when you eat it. The bad mood foods are alcohol, mm. where you may feel good for a second, but overall you feel terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Donuts, energy drinks, burgers, pizza, white bread, and chips. All these make you feel bad? Yeah. How are you always so positive, Eddie? That's when what this I'm is all you that's eat. That's all I eat. Not recently, but that's all I eat, really. Are you still doing yeah. the Matthew McConaughey diet? Yeah, I'm still doing it. You can't like, tell. You haven't had anything that is not on the plan. Mm -mm. Not a one. I mean, the egg yolk, <laughs> according to you guys. But Eddie's yeah. only eating egg in uh, the morning. Two boiled eggs. Okay, fine. I'll do, I'll say what I'm doing. Two boiled eggs and then five ounces of fish and uh, a cup of uh, vegetables. And I've been doing sweet, all kinds of vegetables, sweet potatoes included. Um, and a, a cup of that, and that's it for lunch and did, dinner. Did that's Matthew it. McConaughey include he didn't get in He didn't get into details. That's all okay, he said. I'm not all giving right. you a hard time. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I'm losing weight, guys. I feel so, so light. Of course you do. You're barely eating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's working. <laughs> what? Does it make like, you happy now, or are you still angry all the time? No, no, no. Well, no. I, I mean, I'm still hungry. <laughs> like, 3 o'clock, I'm really, really hungry. Uh, but I'm happy for the most part. Like, I'm in a good mood, dude. And you know what? My back doesn't hurt. My back has been hurting for two years. That's the inflammation, probably. Thank but, you. But your wife, didn't she say you're kind of angry? She says I'm moody. And I am. And at <laughs> 3 o'clock, it hits me. But, for the, but overall, I feel pretty good. And you've lost some weight. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't have a scale or anything, but I've definitely lost weight. These jeans I'm wearing, I'm telling you, dude, last month, they didn't fit right. And, and now? And they're, they're on nice right now. Good for you, man. If you're, you. if you're happy, I'm happy. Yeah, yes. if you're happy, And we're I'm not happy. eating that crap you just read. 
Huh, that's crazy. The foods that put you in a good mood. Eggs. Oh, wow. Salmon. Oh, that's it. Oranges and berries. Coffee. Yeah. And dark chocolate. Mm. Here's what I want to say about dark chocolate, and it's going to be short and sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Awful. Dark chocolate's terrible. It's, it's basically, it looks and it tastes like a turd when I eat it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what a turd tastes like, but I'm assuming. <laughs> I, I like dark chocolate. Oh, disgusting. Yeah. So there you go. That's good and bad food. Do you want to see the most bonkers headline that I read today? Yes. The headline says, a million bucks isn't considered a lot of money anymore. Oh, wow. What is then? What is this? Rich guy digest? <laughs> right. So what, what do we consider a lot now? According to an annual survey, being a millionaire doesn't mean you're rich anymore. Instead, those who responded to the survey said it takes about $2.3 million in net worth to truly be considered wealthy. Oh, so multi-million. Is this like Trust Fund Weekly? Right. <laughs> who are they talking to in this survey? What's happening? The study also found that two times more people actively respond to lotteries and sweepstakes when the total is far greater than $1 million. Yeah, we're all guilty of that, though. The reason, though, is you hear about it more. It starts to exist around you in your periphery. People are talking about it. And you're like, oh, that seems fun. I can also be a part of this moment, event. Yeah, in history. Yeah, it's not. uh, Listen, it's not about the money, money. But if people aren't talking about a lottery at $20 million everywhere you go, you don't think about it that much. If they're talking about it being almost a billion dollars, every every time you turn around, you're like, oh, that's that's, it's it's a reminder. If I'm at the gas station to grab a couple tickets, you know? Yeah. So I just thought that headline was that. I know what what's Quite happening. Ridiculous. I I was at the mall recently, and I was kind of you know sometimes you think about the economy, and then at the mall there's a Gucci store and a Louis Vuitton store, and the both of those stores had lines out the door to get in. I'm like, I guess we're doing okay. Two words, credit cards. No, I know, I know that a lot of people are really hurting. It's just ironic when you think of it, and then you go to the mall and you see the opposite. <laughs> Credit cards. <laughs> they need some Dave Ramsey in their life. <laughs> All right, that's what's up. Uh, what's going on today, Amy? I just have some meetings and then podcast taping, taping, recording, and then school pickup. Day, day's gone like that. What about you? The bathroom contractor's coming by today. Oh, gosh. From the flooded yeah. bathroom. Mm-hmm. Did he give you an estimate? What? The time? Time estimate? Will he? Yeah, did I, he? No, oh, he, you he don't comes know. by well, today. Okay, okay, okay. Speaking of money. Oh, boy. Not money I want to spend. I'd rather get a Gucci... <laughs> Jumpsuit. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and then I'm going to the Opry tonight to tape some stuff for the show this weekend that I do with Grand Ole Opry. Um, but that's it. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bone Show. Don't